This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up? What's up? I love you guys so much. You mean so much to me. You mean so much to God. And it is just so cool that you are here today on the Have You Heard podcast. I'm your host, Emma Mae McDaniel, and we are in part three of one of the coolest series ever with my mama Jay. So friends, grab your headphones. Let's get into the word. Mama, welcome back. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so, so happy. This has been just so fruitful and I'm so excited about what today's episode is going to hold. But like we always kick off, it's the best starter ever. What is something that made you smile today? So I knew you were going to ask me this and you always ask this, but I'm going to ask you to answer the question. What made you smile today, Emma? (laughs) Well, so this is really sweet. Because by the time y'all will be hearing this podcast, our little nugget will be into the world. But when we're recording this podcast right now, I woke up this morning and we are officially 29 weeks Mm -hmm. into this pregnancy. And I have an app that tells me like the fruit or vegetable reference to show her size every week. And this week she is the size of a large cauliflower and I think that's so sweet. I wrote so down sweet. in her, I write a journal, like I write in a journal to her, I have all throughout the pregnancy. And so this morning I was writing down, hey, like you're the size of a large cauliflower this week. You're growing so much. I will say that made me smile today too, because she sends it to us in a family group chat. Yeah. So I, that did make me smile. Mm-hmm. So you answered for both of us. Oh, perfect. Perfect. I love this series that we the way that it's kind of kicked off because I feel like it's speaking a lot speaking of like about to have a baby I feel like the a lot of wisdom and encouragement has been given in regard to parenthood and discipleship within your own home and how to steward that well and that leads into today's topic because we had a lot of people reach out and ask how do you parent kids who are teenagers and then adults which I feel like is such a fair question because I think sometimes when you think of parenting or having kids sometimes you forget that there are so many seasons within that quote unquote Mm -hmm. season because it's a human that's growing and so I would love to hear what encouragement would you give as a parent to adult children how do you go about that well what does that even look like (laughs) that's a loaded question that's what we're gonna try and unpack today (laughs) the adult children probably is a little bit easier than the teenage um, yeah, I, I think we let, probably let's start it off this way to just remind parents that you're going through this season 
the first time as well as your kid is going through it the first time. So have a lot of grace with yourself. I think kind of our episodes that we've been doing the past couple of weeks have been, we, we keep reminding ourselves about grace. And I think yeah. this is definitely one that parents need to be able to understand grace with yourself and grace with your kids um, through this process. Because, you know, even having teenagers, one girl and one boy, like we have with you and Nolan, mm-hmm. You know, I, I raised you through teenage years, but then to raise Nolan through teenage years was different. <laughs> Boys and girls are completely different <laughs> people. And yeah. so I honestly found myself saying, wow, even though I've done this before, I haven't done this before. Like it this felt is like the first time. Yeah. And I remember having the conversation with Nolan when he was probably in 11th grade to sit because we were arguing about something. And I remember saying, look, this is this is my first time being a mom of an 11th grade son. Mm-hmm. And this is your first time of being an 11th grade teenager. So like we got to have grace with each other and be patient with each other as we get through this. So I think starting off that way and reminding yourself of that is probably the best way to start especially with the teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um and I think when parenting teenage kids, it all kind of goes back to what have you been doing up to that point? Because That's you're so kind of setting the foundation when they're elementary and they're they're in, you know, adolescence and junior high and teenage just becomes another season. Yes, it's harder mostly because they really are going back to testing the boundaries and they really are in this questioning and doubting and they're wanting to be independent and individuals and so not who they are. Right. But yet they aren't there yet to have those kinds of freedoms just yet. And so there is this this boundary. I think if you've set yourself up from a parent-child relationship in such a way where you have trust, mm-hmm. you do have an environment that nothing is taboo. You're very open and honest. They've been watching you walk a very genuine, authentic relationship with Christ it makes this season much easier. It's still hard, mm-hmm. but they trust you and they will come to you and they will ask questions of you and you get to actually walk through the hard stuff with them. Yeah. I do, though, I, I mean, I'm going to be real and know that there's probably people listening to this that d- they're listening to this and they're starting listening to this as their kids are already teenagers and maybe they didn't have that type of foundation that you and I have been discussing. And so... Don't, I would say, don't lose heart. Yeah. But where I would start with your teenagers is become authentic and Mm -hmm. real and genuine with them, sitting down and telling them your story. Say, hey, you know what? I don't know if I've ever told you my testimony and my story and what I went through as a teenager and how I met Christ and the struggles that I have. I would say start there because you then create a foundation and a reflection point to always point back to so that they see you as a real person. Mm -hmm. I think so often teenagers don't see their parents as people that have actually gone through all these seasons before. And so if you can help remind them, it it helps you to have at least some sort of anchoring point in those teenage years. But teenagers are hard. It's, I agree though, that that relatability is able to be had where I think sometimes it's easy for there to be a disconnect Mm -hmm. there. And I love so much too, where you were talking about how you had a conversation with Nolan of like, Hey, I've also never done this before. (laughs) And that is something that I have reminded myself of just 
going from high school to college, single to dating, date now being married, I've reminded myself of my mom has never had a been the mom of a college daughter. My mom has never been the mom of a daughter who is now married. And figuring out what that looks like, I'm figuring it out just as much exactly. as you are. And I think I really hope that those listening who are in those teenage, college, transitional, becoming adult years can step back and be aware of that too because I think that only helps there be a relatability and a connection as well whenever you're just both bestowing so much grace on each other mm-hmm. as you realize we're figuring this out together. I think that's a great call out because I think the audience listening to your podcast isn't going to only be mothers of teenagers, but you've got teenagers on here listening as well. And so I yeah. think what I would tell them is it's really hard for your mom or for your dad, if they've never been genuine, authentic, and just transparent, typically that's out of fear. They're scared to go there with you. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a teenager thinking through this, like, well, how do I get that with my mom? I really want to have that relationship. Take the first step in, ask her to share her story and say, and tell her, I want you to be real mom. I want to hear how you messed up. I want to hear how you walked through it. What did you do? What were you scared about? That's, I think that's something that you could do that would open a door to start that relationship with your parents that you may be craving. And mm-hmm. it honestly sets you up for, as we talk about parenting adults and adult children, what does that look like? And it really will set you up for success there. I so agree. And whenever it comes to specifically those teenage years, I think it could probably be easy to have this fear of losing that connection, losing that deeper relationship with your kids because when you do still have boundaries in place, Mm -hmm. they are still under your roof. There may be this feeling in your kids of like, oh, like I can't do anything. Like how do you, I feel like you already touched on this, but how do you go about continuing to deepen that relationship and show your kid that you do trust them, but there still has to be boundaries in place? How do the two Mm-hmm. hands be held. I think for, for our family and for me, it's about always making sure that you understand the why. So there oh, is, I love that. There is always a why yeah. for a boundary. You that may not so agree with it, but it is, it is the boundary and there is a why. And I mm-hmm. have a responsibility and an accountability as a parent to explain the why to you. If you don't understand the why, you're never going to honestly accept my boundary. Um, and so I think that's something as parents that you just, you have to explain the why. And then there is, a, you know, while you're teenagers and you're living under my roof and you're using my money and you're eating all of my food, like you are going to respect the boundaries and the whys that I have in my house. And so again, yeah. it all comes back to this relationship mm-hmm. and this respect factor. Does that get crossed and is it perfect every day? Absolutely not. I would just say, be aware that most days aren't good. Most days are hard days in that season of time. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as you have a strong foundation, these are the boundaries. This is why I have these boundaries so that that is fully understood. It allows you to navigate through it better because sometimes 
teenagers, you're going to make decisions that are going to have consequences. It's important that you know what those consequences were going to be before you made the decision. So when the consequence gets dispersed, well, you knew. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't an emotional reaction from the parent. It's these were the consequences that were already discussed if you broke these boundaries. Mm -hmm. So now the consequence is in place. That's truly showing that's just life. Mm -hmm. There are always decisions that you will make and there are consequences that are attached to them. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't take away grace. Grace is always there. But the consequence is always there, too. And so that's just part of our walk and our journey. Yeah. Oh, I had another brain fart. I was really excited to say something. It will come back to me. It will come back. Ah, there it is. It just (laughs) needed a little break. Okay. I love that so much because it makes me think of what the Lord says in Deuteronomy. He's like, follow my way so it may go well with you. Yes. And then I think of all throughout scripture, whenever there's that command of children, honor your father and mother. And then it says that, Basically, so it may go well with you. And this is the only commandment where there is like a blessing attached to Mm -hmm. it. And that just makes me think of the why. It's like, okay, this may go against what I'm really wanting right now. This may be really frustrating right now because it's not what I want. But I know that this, I know my why. I love God. I love my parents. And therefore, I'm going to obey because I know ultimately it's going to go well for me. I know there's purpose behind this boundary. Right. I know there's purpose behind these rules and it's not to restrict. It's not to keep me from having fun, but it's so that I can be set up for success. That's right. And it's hard to see that in the moment, but whenever you continually set that tone in the home of like, this is the why yeah. it helps in those hard moments. And Something that I love so much that you and dad did is y'all really encouraged Nolan and I when it was time to like when we graduated high school and it was like, okay, are we going to go to college? And if so, where? And that next season of life, y'all were so encouraging to go. Mm-hmm. and explore and get out of the house, get out of Northwest Arkansas if that's where the Lord was yeah. calling us to go. And I would love for you to share, like, was it ever hard to let go in that way, to have the empty nest, mm-hmm. to say, hey, spread your wings. And if God is calling you to go 15 hours away for, to Virginia, I want you to go there. Um, what would you say to the to the parent who's like, Gosh, I just, I, I feel like I'm grieving a season mm-hmm. of them being so close. How do I, how do I let them go? Yeah, I would say the grieving is real. Yeah. And so you're not, there's nothing wrong because you're grieving. Yes, I absolutely grieved the season of having football games and soccer games and, you know, me being the mom taxi taking you everywhere. I like, I grieved that season because that was a fun season, proms, homecomings, all of those things. Um, But what I can say being on the other side of it is the next season's even sweeter. 
And so, yes, we encouraged you to spread your wings. The reason we did that, though, is let's just go back to my story. I was thinking about that. The reason that Dad and I did that is because we wanted you to feel like you had complete autonomy to walk out whatever it was that God was tugging on your heart to do, Mm -hmm. and that we wanted you to get out of the confines of your comfortability and your familiarity into an area that you would be uncomfortable and you would cause you to wrestle and search for things that he wanted to teach you that he maybe he couldn't hear in Mm -hmm. northwest arkansas with us being right here with you because you were going to want to do whatever we were doing and i didn't want that for you so that was the why so i would say it wasn't hard for me to push because i had a why behind it based off of my own journey did i grieve the season absolutely i did but i will say that every season that has come has been sweeter and so I think parenting adult children, adult adults, is honestly the fun, the most fun season I have had to date. Because wow. honestly, it's a lot easier. <laughs> it's so much easier. I get so much more sleep. <laughs> the only kid yeah. I have here is your dad. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Dad, it's Stump and Lottie That's Marie. right. That's right. Those are my kids now, and I love it. Oh, uh, that's really encouraging because I can totally speak to the other side of that, that I think growing up moving a lot definitely fueled this, but also y'all's encouragement for me to just be obedient. Y'all were always cheerleaders for wherever God was calling me. Mm-hmm. And even whenever it sounded crazy, even when it was like, I really want to write 4,500 Christmas cards, one for each student in my high school. And you were like, okay, Okay. let's go to the store and get 4,500 note cards. It's like, okay, you want to go 15 hours because you believe that's where the Lord's calling you to go to college? Okay. It's like just being so just available before God with your child, with your children, both me and Nolan, as we talked about last week, like, their journeys look different, yeah, but obedience to the Lord was your goal for both of our lives. And it strengthened me personally mm-hmm. to have an adventurous spirit with God of yes. like, God, now that like I'm married or wherever it is that you're calling me and my husband, it also sought me to look for that in a spouse. Like mm-hmm. in Josh, it was very important for me that he also had an adventurous spirit with God of wherever God calls us, that's where we're going to go. And it's such a fuel for us. And I believe y'all really poured into that, lit that fire. And I'm just so thankful. Yeah. You know, when I think about Nolan's um, walk, you know, he did, he did Liberty for a year as well. And then, you know, he was like, this just isn't where I want to be. And he and I had that conversation of, okay, well, let's hit reset. So I think as parents, you got to be okay that all of a sudden you're about to hit a non-traditional course with this adult child because they're still searching. And he traveled the world, Europe, Thailand, Australia for a half of a year, Mm -hmm. um, only to come back to Northwest Arkansas and decide he wants to go to U of A. But it took going and searching and having this journey of finding out what do I want to do to get him to come back and feel like, okay, now I've really searched this out and I feel confident in the decisions I'm making. And I think as parenting adult children, that's your, that is your responsibility is that you're, you're walking alongside them 
helping them navigate the world as Mm -hmm. an adult. You're not telling them what to do anymore, but you're just there as a confidant, as an advisor, as a counselor, so that you should see yourself doing the less talking, more listening, Mm -hmm. but being a supportive cheerleader along the way with the decisions they're making, even when they make a wrong step and they they have to learn a lesson because they failed. It it's those failure points that honestly you have the biggest learnings, yeah. and that molds you as a person. And I think that's probably the hardest thing as a parent of adult kids is watching you make decisions that you're like, mm, that may that may come back and bite them. And then if it comes back and it does bite you, it's really tough for the parent to see it, but. We also can see in the rearview mirror, that is the times we learn the most and it developed us as adults. And so I think you always are reminding yourself of that because you're, you can't jump in and save anymore. You can't, you can't rescue anymore. That's doing a disservice to that, to that adult child. Um, and one thing I actually wow. knew we were talking about this today, so I know we don't have too much time left, but I was going to call it out because this was probably a favorite book of mine when you went off to college and Nolan was getting up into senior year. And so it's called Doing Life with Your Adult Children. It's by Jim Burns, but it's Keep Your Mouth Shut and the Welcome Mat Out. And so that was kind Aww. of my theme for you. I, the door's always unlocked. They can come in, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut as much as I can. Josh may say I don't keep it shut as much, but I try. I try really hard. I think you do a really, really good job. There's honestly so much I could say to that. Like you have done a great, great job, and I love getting to learn how to adult with you. It it's is fun. so much fun. And also, I, I really want to, before we go, I want to share this with the high school student with the college student navigating what their next step is and you may feel like success has to look a certain way that Mm -hmm. success has to look like you going to this school or you going into this career or you maybe whatever that may look like for you because you'll probably know exactly what it is as i'm saying this I, I just really hope that your takeaway is that success is being obedient to the lord and you'll never regret doing that mm-hmm Thank you, Mom. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Guys, we love y'all so much. Great talk. We'll talk again next week. Why don't we do it again? Let's do it again. (laughs)